Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it. It's over. It's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, bro, watch for him. Where the brother's going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Trying to keep me thingy, I, it's a dreamy, wished it on a genie, I got fans finally, and she wanted them to see me, I, I thought you want this for my life, for my life, said you wanted to see me thrive, you lied, just said to me what you Good Friday morning, we made it to the end of the week, Woo. Friday, May 19th, 2023. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Welcome to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. And that lovely voice you just heard was Miss Bailey Coleman, who is in for Denise. Good morning, Bailey. Good morning. How are you? I am awesome. It is Friday. It is Friday. T-G-I-F. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes this week seems long, and other times it seems like it flew by. Bad, but. but you know what? I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I am too. I'm, I'm excited. We Why gotta, are you so excited? Though? I'm excited, not because I own a Hyundai 
or a, a Kia. But everybody love a good check. Yes. Checks are on the way if you want to own or own one of those cars. Look. Yes, yes. We are going to get into that settlement here in just a minute. Welcome to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. In for Benjamin this morning. Yes. It's Miss Rhea. Good morning, Miss Rhea. Hey, Rhea. Come on, Rhea. You got you to gotta jump on here. This is the morning show. We get this thing popping. with <laughs> and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth. The morning, truth good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we got that out the way. Okay. Yeah, we good now. Nah. <laughs> it's early. It's early. Come on, Rhea. We, we good. Come on. You, you off to a good start. Good morning. Good morning. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, look, look. Everybody can't come in and say, it's amazing, like right, Ben no. at 7.02 <laughs> right. in the morning. Okay, so okay. we're going to let you get warmed up. We're going to leave you alone, and right. we're going to get on into this show. Um, Bailey just mentioned it, and Lord and behold, <laughs> wow, Milwaukee Kia and Hyundai Theft's class action lawsuit Hey, settled. Hey. Wow. I look, this was kind of late breaking news, literally. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kia and Hyundai reached a preliminary $200 million. Million dollars. With an M. Million. $200 million settlement in a Milwaukee class action suit over a defect that makes certain models easy to steal. I mean, we went from one year, you know, like 16 to 20 of the cars is stolen to the next year over 300. Wow. Yeah, and well, Kia Boys, Hyundai Girls. Isn't that amazing, though, that How this you whole... Group? They, you, you make, make a, a whole group. group from stealing cars <laughs> and one specific car? Hey. Back in the day when people used to just steal radios out your car, right. it didn't matter what car you had. It didn't matter. <laughs> it did not matter. Now, Kia and Hyundai. That's what they doing. That's, uh, the, that's how they out you, here. You never heard of the subwoofer boys or <laughs> the FM radio boys, right? The eight hundred eight bass boys, right, like, right, right. No, it's just you got a radio, yeah, or exactly. you stole a car. You were a car thief, right? It wasn't just one specific car no. that you would target. I, I don't think they discriminate, but they like those better, those two brands better because they're easier. They have some kind of. Some kind of something in there that it's easier for them to to steal. Well, Bailey, that little something gonna cost them two hundred million. Even but, though well, that's just you, that's a drop in the bucket I was to about those to two say, dealers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? Those two car brands, and you know what? They also are going to fix the you know whatever's wrong the 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 default in there where people can go in there and steal your car easy. But I know a lot of people have not only had their cars stolen, the cars have been totaled. All of that, you going to get some recompense. Go get some dollars. It ain't gonna cover, probably ain't going to cover the whole car. But you going to get a couple. Of, everybody love a good check, especially on a Friday morning. You ain't lying. But I don't know if they're going to get the check today, baby. No, the check ain't coming today. The check but ain't going to come for about the, six months, look, honestly. Knowing that check is on the way. To, yeah, that's a good you know, feeling. It'd be like, you know, it'd be like taxes. You playing around it. Uh, I know it's six months. Yeah. If yeah. I fill but, out my paperwork in six months, look, 
Yeah, all the people that were like, oh, they was hating on you. Like, oh, that class action lawsuit, you ain't going right. to get no money. They ain't going right. to do nothing. They ain't going to give you nothing. Yeah, now they calling you. Hey, uh, did you did you have your name in that lawsuit? Right. You know you got to get your name yeah. in the lawsuit, right? Yeah, yeah. I was, but I, right. I, got, some, I got caught up. Right, so, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. It will be interesting to see. I mean, because clearly that $200 million is not going to go to one person. I wonder how many people it will be divided amongst. It depends, you know, how many people file their paperwork. I mean, because, yeah, but if everybody filed their paperwork, are you going to get excited to get $32 a month for the rest of your life? (laughs) $32.55? Well, that will be me. What's that real? Because that will be me, so I'll let y'all know when my my check comes. All right, you in it? Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we got somebody in Look, here. Like Rhea was just sitting over there looking Rhea, like, all right. Yeah. Rhea, we might be able to go to lunch out here in the uh, in the mall, right? In the, th- uh, uh, in the, the street market. Yeah, yeah. We, we might. Can we? I would love to, but we'll see. We'll see. I know Dr. Ken put some uh, some knowledge on there and said there's like attorney's fees as well that we're not thinking about. Oh, so yeah. I was like, mm, this check see. might be a little small. Well. Okay, that $32 went to twenty seven fifty two. So, Rob, so, Rhea, I, I, I have to ask, was it, uh, well, we don't know if it's going to be worth it because we're just joking about how, you know, many people are involved with this, but mm-hmm. was it a rigorous process? Did you have to fill out a lot of paperwork to be involved with this, or was it just one little quick form you had to fill out? Like, how did this work out? Okay, shamefully, my mom helped me do it. So. Hey, shamefully, <laughs> she's going to help you get paid. Hey, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's shameful because she's going to want some of that once oh, you sure. get hooked up. Well, yes. <laughs> well, the good side of it is if you still have your car, then they're going to, you know, the, the fix for the car comes too. So oh, really? You still have your car. Did they total? Was yours one of the ones that got totaled? I had two, and they both got totaled. So I had to get a whole... <sighs> Oh, well, you boys did you wrong? Yeah, you dead. should get double pay. Yeah, <laughs> so then she gonna have like fifty bucks. Hey, look. We might be able to go out here and make something happen. <laughs> Tell but, her she might be able to get but, both of us lunch. You know what, baby? The, the, <laughs> The the only messed up thing about that statement is uh, she's not the only one that right. has had multiple kids oh, or yeah. odd days. Oh that, yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Wow! Yeah. So were both stolen? Both were stolen. Both were totaled. One of them also was broken into once, too. So they just found me and sought me out. Wow. Yeah, see. You know, um, uh, wow. uh, my, my homegirl, Brett Vickery over at Fox 6, mm-hmm. she was out working on a story and became the story. They stole her car. She had a Kia? She had a Kia. Hey. Come on now. Everybody got keys somewhere. I was about to say. Everybody but, got a key somewhere. It, okay, baby. I'm, hey. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to really it's, call her was, out on when this. She one. was when she you, was new to Milwaukee. She but was no, new you to work Milwaukee. on the news. Yeah, like this is right. what you report every day. And that was her. And that was her story. She was like, "Wait a minute. I I work at the. I'm I'm the reporter." <laughs> You know, shout so out you to clearly Brad. should be knowing what's going on. She, and she was just like she went out to report on a story in downtown Milwaukee and came back. No doubt it was off of the new part of King Drive. She was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the setup there. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't know where she was parked. But she went off to do a story, right? She goes off to do a story, and her cameraman is like, you know, making sure she gets back to her car, right? She was like, no, I left it here. And found out, and then, you know, found out all kinds of things about her car afterwards, and it was totally totaled, so, man. Wow. I felt bad for her. I felt real bad for her, but, you know. Hey. She got a husband at the crib. She got another car right quick. It wasn't no hold up. He was going to make sure his girl was right. He said, ain't no skin off my back. Man, hey. He was going to make sure his his lovely wife was great. You know, that's wow. the thing. The power of having a husband. Yes, yes, yes. I can only imagine. Yeah. Because I am a husband. Yes, so you I are. See, I that's what yeah. 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 So I know you step in there for your wife. I see it. When I have to. Oh, see. When I have to. You said she can handle her own. Yeah. I well, did. yeah. No, she could. She could definitely handle her own. And we are just getting started this lovely, fine Friday morning on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We will have. Headlines on the other side of the break. And also, remember, you can join us, Truth Nation. Hit us up on the talking text line, 833-212-1017. You are locked in. Truth be told with DT and Telly. More after the break. Truth be told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Let me see you go back. carried away <laughs> so Aaliyah right there yeah don't rock the boat now, okay baby. don't okay, rock the we boat ain't, we ain't doing it we ain't doing it hey want to invite you to tune in to the truth this saturday at noon for another episode of more than a movement powered by planned parenthood advocates of wisconsin carrie noni will highlight some of the most powerful conversations she's had with health justice advocates who fight for equality and the rights of all. Again, that's more than a movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin tomorrow at noon on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I don't think I could have said it any better. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Welcome back to Truth Be Told. That's Miss Bailey Coleman in for Denise this morning. Almost and got carried away with that Aaliyah uh, on this Friday. Look, know, look, like, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and, uh, hey, it's a, it's a fun Friday. Friday. That's right. Yes, we made it to the end yes. of the weekend. Uh, Bailey has been in the last three days because Denise has been in the UK. And let me just say this. I went on her IG because, oh, you know, boy. I follow her. Uh-huh. I do she as well. Was all, she was all down front, dude. 
She was down yeah. front. Yeah, she wasn't playing. She, she didn't go all the way to Wales to sit in the she, nosebleed. She had the down fronts, was looking fabulous. I was like, I'm jealous right now. How in the world? Like, well, I ain't going to ask how. I mean, DT, she is yeah, who look, she is. You, you know, know, she got the hookup. Yes, She got yes. the plug no matter where she go. <laughs> I'm just like. International. I, okay. <laughs> I'm like, she probably called Yonce and was like, girl, yeah, just going to get me down front by Tina. We good. You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'll go ahead and take that. We straight. <laughs> go ahead and hook that up. And uh, make sure you. And I'm going to tell you something else, uh-huh. uh, Bailey, that I found out after we talked to Denise. Denise was so kind to join us on both Wednesday and Thursday before the concert and mm-hmm. gave us a wrap after the concert. Right. But something that came out that I saw that I thought was super duper dope mm-hmm. on top of this experience that Denise talked about, the right. concert. Right. Do you know Beyonce? made Natalia Bryant, Mm -hmm. the late Kobe Bryant's daughter, she credited her as an intern on the Renaissance Tour. Wow. That's dope. That, I told you, that was super dope. Wow. Yes. I I was uh, reading and, and researching some stuff and came across it and it was circled. It said Natalia Bryant intern, Renaissance Tour. And for those who don't know anything that's grossed from this tour. Right. She will always get a percentage of it. Yeah. If they turn this into a DVD right. or whatever. Right. How cool of a gesture is that? That's amazing. So that does that's, that just you know, add to the mystique or, or the know. legendary status of Beyonce? I mean when you hear things like I mean, that? I think I think she's very you know, people say a lot about her, but I think that you know, she she's chief at giving opportunities to people that, you know, wouldn't ordinarily have them or, you know, would love that support. I mean, it's just, you know, it's amazing what you see some people think. Some people do and don't even realize what a gift it is. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. That's amazing. That is that is so, so incredible when I saw that. And mm-hmm. uh, another uh, headline that I know we wanted to discuss, and uh, and that was Elon Musk. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Uh, now he, he brings up an interesting thought about people who work from home, and he explains why he thinks working from home is a moral issue. Look, there are some exceptions, but I, I kind of think that that the whole notion of work from home is is a bit like the you know. The, the, the fake Marie Antoinette quote, let them eat cake. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like, really, you're going to work from home and you're going to make everyone else who made your car come work to the fa- work in the factory. You're going to make the people who make your food that gets delivered that they can't work from home. The, you know, the, the, the people that, that come fix your house, they, they can't work from home, but you can. Does that seem morally right? That's messed up. You see it as a moral issue? Yes. I mean, I see it more as and just it's, a, it's, a, a, it's, a, a... It's a productivity issue, but yeah. it's also a moral issue. People should get off the goddamn moral high horse with the work from home. Um, because they're asking everyone else to not work from home while they do. But there are some... Wow. You know... There you have it. Having 
many family members who have and do work from home. <laughs> I was never jealous. I was never jealous of that. I mean, because I personally was always the type of person that wanted to work in an environment. I like going to work. I get excited when they t- when when Kyle calls me and says, "Hey, so and so's out. Can you fill in?" Yep, I'm here. I'm here. You know, I get excited. I've been so geeked all week. I'm like, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> but but I understand that for some people, when you have that opportunity, it's it's more peaceful. For some people, they feel like they're more productive. But I think studies have, there's a lot of been a lot of studies out that go along the route of what Elon was saying with regard to less productivity. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know if I'm at home, I've had to work from home before. If I'm at home, I'm like, ooh. Let me just put the TV on in the background. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Since I'm here, let me go and throw on this load. Mm-hmm. Wash these clothes. Oh, let me cook some lunch. Let me make dinner since I'm here. Let me pull that out. Mm-hmm. Less productivity for the, the you know, for the job. Yeah. But he says it's a moral issue. And I think in I and you know, I here's the deal. Right? I know people get mad. They want to be at home. They want to kick it. They feel like for them, it's the better fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your rush hour traffic is kicking your slipper out the way you know, <laughs> <laughs> to the office or wherever your workspace is. You yeah. know. Yeah. So, what do you think? I, it's a tough one because that's the that's the stereotype and the thought that's always been around working from home. I'm the same way. I feel like I would be the same way. Of course, it's almost impossible for me to do my job from home because I am a broadcaster or and, and play-by-play guy. So I am usually at the event and that's the best place. Now, I have done some shows and some games from a monitor in a room, and it's totally different. Right. Totally different. Like, being there is something about being there for me that right. I get the energy from the environment I'm in. Right. But I don't think necessarily – I think there are some jobs that – you can get more done from home, from right. the comforts of your home. And um, there are some people that are disciplined where they treat their home like it's their office. Right. Like my sister is retiring in October. And since the pandemic, she's been able to work from home. And about uh, about eight months ago, eight, ten months ago, her job says, look, we need for you to start coming in. Right. And she's like, I don't, like, what's the point? Like, I'm getting stuff done. I'm at home. I'm doing everything I need to do. So they came to a compromise where I think she goes in twice a week or three times a week. Right. And she gets to work from home the other two days. And in all honesty, she treats it like she's going somewhere. Like, she'll get up, take a shower, and go into the living room as if she's going <laughs> to another place and set everything See? up and she'll have her water and her trees and she will work the phones, do every do whatever she does. And when it's time to take a lunch, she'll take a lunch. And 
I observed this. I went home one time and I visited her and okay. she's like, well, I'm at work. I'm like, you at home. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, well, I get off at four. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you're at home. <laughs> but she treats it like it's a regular work day. You know, now my sister uh, in Seattle and I have two siblings, siblings that have been working from home for, I think, I mean, before she retired, uh, she worked from home for like five or ten years. Same with my brother. Uh, there were different times where they had to go in for meetings, different things like that. But for the most part, they worked at home. And she did the same thing. She she did the same thing with regards. She would go into her office because she had her own office that she kind of built out, close the door, and, you know, mm-hmm. and then you had to be quiet. You could not be over my sister's house making no noise during the day. That was a problem. Yeah. I tell my son, be quiet. <laughs> she had work. <laughs> she had work. I don't care if Women we're on at work. Right. Should I have a sign? Women at work. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Truth right. Nation, what do you think? Elon Musk thinks it's a moral issue if you work from home, and it's almost unfair that you get to work from home where others who are required to work outside the home is continue to work outside the home. Hit us up on the talking text line, 833-212-1017. The caller says, great take, Telly. The amount of productivity depends on the individual. I totally agree because at first I was one of those ones that said, I could never work from home. I would be just like you, Bailey. I'd be like, ah, get up, give me a workout in, and then I might start work at 930, and and if I get back from the gym in time. Right. it, it, like everything would depend on what else I had going on right. if I was going to get work done. But I mean, now looking at it and now that it is a real way of life after, you know, post pandemic. Right. I can see how you could be productive at home. I, I could see how you could be, too. I'm just saying that I'm not. Like, right? exactly. Like, I'm for not, me, I, mean, I, I, can't, I can't be productive from the crib. I mean, I can be if I have to. Right. Yes. But. I could also be like, okay, oh, that was a pretty butterfly. Let me go look. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just enjoy, but mostly what I enjoy about being in an office setting is people and connecting with people and talking with people. But if I if I had to work from home, I could. It'd be fine. Yeah, you know. But it also adds to the way society is now, Bailey. Yeah, where you. There's just so many different devices and apps and things that you don't ever have to interact with a person. Oh, you don't. Like what we're doing now, yeah. talking oh, yeah. face-to-face. You could absolutely do this from you the could, home or wherever uh, you right. want to. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. It's it's a different connection, and I think that people who aren't comfortable talking face-to-face, right. it's a problem for them. And oh, yeah. my issue with that is, yes— it's okay to be social media active or, you know, uh, whatever, you know, if that's what you conduct most of your communication through. But at some point, it's the good old-fashioned eye-to-eye talking to someone because you can't avoid that throughout your all. life. Yeah. Uh, most interviews still, like the pandemic is over. Right. Zoom interviews are pretty much out of the question. Well, right. Not out of the question, depending on the situation. But 
I believe it's just another way or another barrier so you don't have that personal interaction. True. True. Yeah, yeah. So is it a moral issue if you want to work from home? Elon Musk thinks it is, and we want to know what you think, Truth Nation. Hit us up on the talk and text line, 833-212-1017. And remember to join us here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth as we stream live on YouTube and Twitter at 101.7 The Truth. Bailey Coleman in for Denise. More Truth Be Told with DT and Telly after the break. Don't touch that dial. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly will be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The COVID-19 pandemic has been declared ended, but has it ended in the black community? Join 100 black men of Milwaukee on Wednesday, May 24th at 6 p.m. as they discuss just that and more during the program. Where do we go from here? They will highlight topics surrounding health care 2.0, long COVID-19, diabetes and related mental health issues in the African-American community. Tune into Where Do We Go From from here brought to you by 100 black men of milwaukee and made possible by the morehouse school of medicine and national COVID 19 resiliency network next wednesday may 24th at six on the award-winning 101.7 the truth that should be a really good program make sure you tune in for that and thank you for staying locked on truth be told with dt and telly bailey coming in for denise this morning and we have gotten off on the topic of elon musk explaining why he thinks working from home is a moral issue never really thought of it in that way he almost put it where it's you are it's unfair that you get to work from home while others don't get a chance to. It almost seems that way. Like a little hater Where he working from? (laughs) I know he ain't up in the factory. I know he's You don't see him clocking in. He ain't clocking in. He ain't clocked in at Tesla uh, at 6 in the morning in a while. He ain't clocked in. He has (laughs) not clocked in. That is for certain. Where is he working from? The crib. He probably got an office in his crib, probably up, up on the third floor or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, uh, <laughs> think we about would, it. That's we probably- would love to hear what you have to say, Truth Nation. Hit us up on the talking text line 833-212-1017. The caller says Elon's comparing working from home to statements from a queen who was cool with seeing her people starve in the moral issue. Mr. Musk tiptoed on the line between exaggeration and telling a lie, LOL. Well, he seems to definitely have an issue uh, with it. In case you didn't hear what Elon Musk had to say, Rhea, do we still have that queued up? Yes. Uh, Elon Musk once again explains why he thinks working from home 
is a moral issue. Look, there are some exceptions, but I, I kind of think that, that the whole notion of work from home is, is a bit like the, you know, the, the, the fake Marie Antoinette quote, let them eat cake. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like, really, you're going to work from home and you're going to make everyone else who made your car come work to the fact, work in the factory. You're going to make the people who make your food that gets delivered that they can't work from home. The, you know, the, the, the people that, that come fix your house, they, they can't work from home, but you can. Does that seem morally right? That's messed up. You see it as a moral issue? Yes. I mean, I see it more as and just it's, a, a, it's, a, a, it's a productivity issue, but yeah. it's also a moral issue. Oh, no. Don't you get off the goddamn uh, moral high horse with the work from home. <laughs> if, they, if you can't, if there's no other way for you to do your job, put the rivet in the little thing. <laughs> the only way for you to do that is at the factory with the special screwdriver thing. <laughs> then that's where you got to be at. That is what am I lying? Uh, no, I I'm I'm really appreciating your reaction I'm, I'm because like, it's like I, like you ain't hear that that first time you're like wait hold on wait, wait. I mean it's like I mean the more I hear it the more I get outraged because I'm like sometimes you gotta hear something twice and yeah. like hold on man I mean if if that's the only way you could get the pen in the paper that's the only way the only place the pen in the paper is at then that's where you gotta go but if you could use your computer and here's the thing most companies nowadays want you to work from home right mm -hmm. it's not a moral issue it's a saving them money issue because see here's the thing everybody listen up now check this out you and your computer okay if they issue a, you a computer they might make you use your own computer which you paid for mm -hmm. right Yes. Then you using your electricity and your internet to do work for them. Mm -hmm. You see how much money they're saving? And and they ain't got to pay no rent. They ain't got to get nothing fixed. They ain't got to get the light fixture fixed if it goes out. They don't have to pay any of that because you're not working in the building. Yeah. So they're saving a ton of money. And plus, you want to be at the house, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, it's a win-win for everybody, right? It's a win-win, especially when you look at the insurance policies that are, have to be put in place when you are in the workplace exactly. in case you get hurt. But here's the real thing. The real thing is all these big companies went out and bought these huge buildings yes. and and corporations and yes. their headquarters is is so and so and they have this campus. Right. And like now they're thinking we got to pay all these bills to keep these lights on and ain't nobody showing up. Exactly. Like Nobody's somebody has there. to show up. Right. And that's the whole point I believe is they the people that own these big buildings and, and, and corporations, they've already invested all of this money in real estate. And now you're saying that I don't even I can't even get anybody to come in to work. Right. So I feel them on that side of it. But on the flip side, I caught something that I the second time that I didn't hear <laughs> the first time as well. See? And that See? was, you know, he says. What about the people that have to come out and fix your house or fix food? People can fix food from home. Yes. And you could work from home and be on call. Yes. And if someone needs something fixed at their house. Right. They, you could just go from your house to their house and fix it. Right. The point, I think, most working people 
are saying is, why do I have to sit in a freaking office all day just to say I'm at work? That's true. Because that's basically what you're doing. You're just showing your face. If you're getting the same work done at home as you would in the building, what's the point of being in the building? That's very true. Just a thought. Just a thought. Hit us up. 833-212-1017. We want to know your thoughts. Brittany says, LMAO, a moral issue. He a mess. Get your bag by any means. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Brittany. And Mr. Lee says, you have liabilities like work workers comp is not an issue at the job when you're working from home. That's true. That is very true. Yes, very true. Now, what if some of these corporations want to implement things like we'll pay you more, but we're not going to give you any insurance if you work from home? Are you cool with that, Bailey? Not at all, because yeah. <laughs> I have learned. And if y'all don't know, don't take that. You follow for the okie doke for that, because that insurance is more expensive than a little bit when you, you know, when you like working independently like that. Everybody says, oh, yeah, you can go to the marketplace or hit this or that. Yeah, you know what? You can do that, mm -hmm. but it's going to cost you an arm and a leg where if you were working a regular gig and they had that included, you know, that's important. Yes. Yeah, yes. don't but always take, always take into consideration when you're looking to work somewhere, you know, what, you know, do they have 401k? Do they have health insurance for you? Mm -hmm. Those are definite benefits that mm -hmm. you should not take for granted. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Al the third says, I think it's more of an issue of equity, but I do know it's a moral issue that corporations are not paying people a living wage that they have to work two or three jobs. Burnout and lack of work-life balance is real, like in Japan, where they are working to death. I'm not sure what's going on in Japan, but I know in other countries they have adopted uh, three-day work weeks, four-day work weeks to try and get that home work balance in your life uh not sure if that's going to be an option in the states anytime soon probably not probably not <laughs> <laughs> they ain't really trying to hear that right now no they ain't trying to hear that especially when the labor force is what it is at this juncture but yeah it, it is i don't to go as for as far as saying it's a moral issue nah I think that's that's a stretch. Yeah, that's a real stretch. And it, he should be wanting anybody that can work from home to work from home. You would think. Once again, you don't have to worry about workman's comp. And, right. And, but I think it's the people that are the micromanagers who can't watch your every step. It's someone who isn't there to see if you really took a 30-minute lunch break or a 35-minute lunch break. Oh, yeah. I think those are the people that can't handle the fact that I can't keep my eyes on them. I can't monitor them. And, you know, if, that's, if, that, is, uh, if that is your job to be a micromanager, I, I don't like micromanagers. Yeah, yeah, I that's feel like not cool. we all. I feel like we all grown. If you, you know what it is, you know what you're supposed to do. Yep. 
And uh, anybody want me as their manager, let me know. But <laughs> we all come together for one, um, one accord. You're supposed to do this and that. Make sure it gets done in a timely manner. As long as we do that, we good. Yeah. Uh, you would think that is what comes along with getting hired somewhere. Right. Understanding the responsibilities that come along with that position. Exactly. I don't need you to remind me of that every day. Exactly. I know this show starts at 7 o'clock. There you go. I know I need to be here at some point before 7 exactly. to make sure that I'm ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need you to call me every morning and say, are you ready? Yeah. Are you there yet? This, that, yeah. 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 And, and But you do have some managers that have control issues like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So... I I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't believe it's a moral issue. I do believe it's it's a choice yeah. and if the productivity doesn't suffer, I think it should be an option. Yeah. Because if you're getting all this work done and you're at the crib, I'm not going to mess with you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but if now there's always that flip side, though, baby. There's always a flip. Well, let me just let me just say this. You can have the Telly Hughes workers where <laughs> you do have to wonder if he's going to be working if he had the crib. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? Here's my thing. You know what? At the end of the day, Elon owns his businesses. And if he say he wants you in the building... If you want to work at his businesses, you guess go, what? You gonna be in the building. <laughs> hey, everybody! Good morning. Donuts over here. <laughs> it's it's like John Morant. Look, if your boss at the NBA keep telling you, they told you twice now. Hey. don't be waving no gun. Hey, might not be a third time. Hey, man, might not be a third time. That's what it is. Man, oh man. Plenty more to get to on the other side of the break. We know you're enjoying this conversation, so never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms, the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Bailey Coleman in for Denise Moore, Truth Be Told, with DT and Telly after the break. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Roll another one. Sit up, never like you know it's put you pack it with the automatics. We gon' set up to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, Miss Bailey Coleman in for Denise Thomas this morning. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've been discussing Elon Musk and his rationale as to why he thinks working from home is a moral issue. And that has really gotten people in Truth Nation up and buzzing. But I think overall, the truth of the matter is, Bailey, 
It's all opinionated. And when it's yeah. coming from a person that is as rich as Elon, we all think like, man, what you know? Okay. Shut up. Like, what are you worried about? And look, <laughs> I'm working for you. Exactly. Hey, you want me to be in at 7? I'm here. I'm here at 645 because I'm going to make sure you straight. You got your coffee and everything. What you need? Uh, look, uh, <laughs> Baby, my we check, all, look, my check going to be here on the 15th thank and the, you. The, the 31st. And what we doing? We know <laughs> what the main motivator will be. If he's like, uh, you know, I'll pay you 80000 to stay at home and work. But I'll give you 180000 if you come in. You're going to be like, what time? Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Just came to check on you. How you doing? <laughs> so we all know what what talks and uh but once again i i do think there had been such a a long stigma of working from home because before the pandemic you work from home if something was wrong with you right or you were on maternity leave right. or generally speaking yes yes there are, there are companies that prior to the pandemic had you know everything from you know people working from home but it was rare yeah, yeah yeah i mean we didn't like that's when zoom calls and uh teams and all yeah. that became a thing once the pandemic right. came. Yeah. And did you notice how all of the sudden I had never been on a Teams call. Mm-hmm. I had never been on Zoom. And then all of a sudden they're available right as the pandemic hit. Yeah. I was like, Isn't wow. Isn't that something? Isn't that amazing? Something we'd never heard of before, just heard of futuristic things. And all of a sudden now it's here. You're going to find a way to connect each other. And it just... The cyber world. Yeah. Like, you will never be so, you know disconnected. What? Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. I'm be, you know, y'all think what y'all want to. I think some of this is connected. You think so? I think there was a plan. I think, think about it. Okay. Right? Right? I want to hear it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right when the pandemic hit, all these companies all of a sudden had this thing called Teams. And you could talk to people from across the country on your computer, on your phone. That yeah. wasn't, I mean, we had FaceTime before that, right? Uh-huh. We had different little things like that. Yeah, now that you think about it, yeah, but then, you're right. Corporately, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they roll out teams. Here you go. Hey, pandemic going on, just uh, pick up the teams thing right here. I'm like, what, what, wait, what? <laughs> it seems awfully convenient. Yeah. I think there was a plan behind that. Yeah. I think all that was to launch teams. See, y'all y'all think I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I think it was to launch the whole video thing. Well, Bailey, clearly you're not the only person that thinks that <laughs> because Brian just hit us up and said, Conspiracy. of course, Conspiracy it was the pandemic, yeah, not see? pandemic. He, he called it the pandemic. There it is. There it is. Yeah, they launched all that. You see, they made millions, millions and millions. Wow. Brian, you're right. Conspiracy theory behind that. Hey. It's too easy. It was too easy for them to roll that out to different companies. I mean, it was just like all of a sudden, boom, it's there. The pandemic hit, then that hit. I was like, wait a minute. It sounded like somebody planned this. Like, 
They and, were ready for this. And then also plan for you to have to pay for this, too. Right, exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> you needed Zooms, you needed meetings, you needed teams to have meetings. Right. And then it's, oh, well, now you have to just subscribe. Right, exactly. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's all starting to connect. They made hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's all starting to connect. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it, you really started to make me think about it. Like, honestly. I mean, really? Like, none of that was. And if it was around, I, I if it was around, it wasn't used hardly. It wasn't hardly. used at all. It yeah. wasn't used at all. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Because of the pandemic, we couldn't be in the same rooms together, even if we were in the same building. Wow. Even if you came into work. So we have 18 people in a building where we used to meet in one room. Different places in the building meeting because of the pandemic. Yeah. See, I think well, they, I yeah, think they knew they they had the opportunity to do this, but they just chose not to. All along, they're like, we can make people or have our workers work from home, but we don't want to. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. yeah! 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 Absolutely! Yeah. Absolutely! Yeah. I I they are they meaning a lot of corporations and employers are fully aware. Oh yeah! That. A lot of the things they can accomplish in the workplace, they can accomplish at home. But once again, if I'm an employer, and I kind of feel them, if I own this building and I have this station, right? but I can't get anybody to come in, but every month I'm paying however much for right. however much for the mortgage, all these lights, all these bills, and, and things like that, and then... I can't get anybody to come in. Right. Like I would have a problem with that too. I exactly. think if I was in those shoes, but like, like Rhea just said, they know, and most employers know there are things there that entails in a job that can be done at home just as well as in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So now when we think back about the, the whole uh, zoom and teams thing, one of our, one of our uh, our callers said that uh, Zoom and Teams killed Skype. Yeah, remember Skype was the only thing around for a long time. Yeah, that you could do anything vaguely like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. where is Skype now? Yeah, yeah. Skype is gone, and the first hour of Truth Be Told is gone. We're gonna come back with our second hour. We got some hot. Juicy topics, including unionized strippers in L.A. (laughs) They got a union reel. We're going to talk about that and much more. Second hour of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly coming up.